you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Six. DJ, Bucky, back together as we head towards another playoff weekend. Buck, we are going to spend some time today, and we're going to dig in on these playoff games, give you a good preview. Um, but before we get to those, uh, first of all, A, how are you doing? And B, are you surprised that we now have 10 offensive coordinator openings? 32 teams, 10 openings, Buck. That's where we are. I mean, I mean, it's crazy, right? It's crazy what's going on. And before, I'm doing great. Uh, I'm doing great like it's crazy because Black Monday, <laughs> I guess, was supposed to be like a couple weeks ago. But now we're getting all of this stuff. And I think it's crazy um, the amount of turnover that we're seeing at the offensive coordinator position because the offensive coordinator spot is the launching point for head coaching jobs in the National Football League. And so what I'm wondering now is because that's the desired place. That's where we're getting our future head coaches. What does it really mean about the hiring cycle down the line? when we're going to have so many either retreads or new guys in these spots that are very critical to not only quarterback development, but critical to maybe being the birthplace of where the next head coach comes from. Yeah, we mentioned that there's 10 openings, the latest of which is Greg Roman and the Ravens. Uh, They've split. He's not going to be back next year. Greg's been there for a while and really given a lot of credit for Lamar Jackson's early success and being able to get him on the field and create and design an offense around his skill set. Now, 
Obviously, Lamar, that's been the big story, him not being able uh, to get out on the field with that, with that injury. And this offense yeah, it's kind of sputtered, and rightfully so. I think you take the starting quarterback off, off most teams, you're going to see issues. But uh, I, I think there's, there's always been a little push-pull with the Ravens and offense, Buck. It's always been a defensive organization. Lamar came in and changed that for mm-hmm. a little bit uh, with an MVP season and, and a high-scoring offense. But it's always a team in a town that, man, we sh- why can't we pass it more effectively? Why can't we be like all these other teams we see that are high-flying and, and big plays and chunk plays and scoring points in big numbers? And then the identity of the team when they've been really good is they run the football really well. They're physical at the line of scrimmage. They play great defense. Like That's how they've won a couple Super Bowls. Uh, that's been their winning formula. But there seems like there's always a little bit of a push-pull where you want one thing even though the other thing might be better for you. You know, it's funny because I do believe the Baltimore Ravens have an identity crisis. And I don't, I don't know if it's from inside out or outside in, but I do believe what you just um, described is exactly what I feel with the Baltimore Ravens. Rather than leaning into the fact that, hey, man, we're a defensive-oriented team. We're a team that runs the football. This is who we are. We win games when we run the football. And, yeah, we need to improve our pass attack. But what we are is run stop the run, play great defense, win a bunch of nail biters, excel on special teams, and that's how it is. I am worried about this team trying to be something that they've never been, meaning an explosive, high-powered offense that maybe runs through the quarterback, but running the passing game through the quarterback where they attempt to be maybe high-risk, high-reward, and it completely undermines the way that the team has been built, that the franchise has been built for years. it's going to be fascinating to see who the next uh, offensive coordinator is going to be because I think that also will give us a preview on what is going to happen with Lamar Jackson. I think all of these things have to be interrelated, and so it may get a little sneak peek at what the Ravens are about to do for the future going forward. Yeah, you know, look, they, they have some interesting pieces. They have some young linemen. Um, uh, look, they keep Bateman healthy. I think he's got a chance to be a really good wideout on the outside. Obviously, with Mark Andrews, you got one of the best tight ends in the NFL. So they have some pieces there that would lead you to believe they could be better uh, in the passing department. But you've got to get things sorted out with Lamar Jackson. Now you've got to find out who the coordinator is going to be. And I'd be curious to see, you know, what type of guy are they going to bring in there, number one. But with 10 openings, if you're a highly qualified candidate, Buck, you're sitting there going, man, I don't know, yes. you know, long term, what does my quarterback look like? Plus, mm-hmm. it's just a little different in terms of how you would design a, uh, a game plan and an offense around Lamar. So it's going to be tricky. It's going to be tricky, kind of a tightrope there for them to walk and trying to find the right candidate who can advance them forward to where they want to go, but also kind of be true to who they are and what they're all about in that organization. Yes, yeah, bananas. I, look, it, it's, it's so crazy because just in reflecting on it, because I, I didn't know that it was up to 10 offensive coordinator vacancies in the league. And I'm just thinking about all the stuff that we talk about and how yep. everyone talks about going and get an offensive-minded coach and do all this other stuff. And I'm sitting here saying, I don't know if there are enough minds, bright minds that can take over offenses to fill all these seats. And then if you're Baltimore, you have the uncertainty with your quarterback. Um, if you do bring Lamar back, now he has to learn a new offense and if that offense is drastically different than the offense he's been running, it's not only Lamar that's affected, but what about the personnel that you put in front of him? They have a certain criteria for the offensive line that they've been operating with. Run heavy guys, guys that can push people. Are we now going to ask all these guys to kick slide 
35, 40 times a game. <laughs> look, this is, this is crazy for them. Uh, it, look, it, it, it's, just, it's just crazy that at this time, with all the unrest and uncertainty, that this is the decision that they elect to make when there's so much chaos going on around the offensive coordinator position around the league. Yeah, and I'm looking at that. You know, maybe, you know, we're all anticipating they're going to try and go more wide open and get a more creative offensive mind, passing game oriented, all this kind of stuff. Maybe the Ravens surprise us and they end up doubling down and they go hire, you know, so, you know, one of the top offensive line coaches in the NFL and say, we're going to make you our offensive coordinator. Go get Jeff Stoutland uh, from the Philadelphia Eagles. Br- bring him in there and say, you know what? Screw it. We're just going to mash people. We are going to absolutely mash people. If Lamar wants to be a part of that, great. If not, we'll get the next guy in here, and we're going to try and you know play physical. I mean, if Huntley doesn't doesn't extend the ball out over the goal line and instead goes low, they're still they playing. Win. There's a chance they're still playing yeah. right now. Okay, so so it's here's crazy. the thing, DJ. Right, so you want to move off of the offense, right? You want to move off the offense. I think Lamar Jackson's record is 46 and 19. 46 and 19 <laughs> is a very successful record when your starting quarterback is there. So we're going to move off of that for something that is unknown and for someone who might not have a relationship with him look I, I get it I understand that look uh offensive football puts butts in seats when it comes to the stadium but I just wonder and I just wonder if you succumb to the outside noise eventually will you be outside with the noise that you're listening to yeah to, to wrap it up on that topic I mean I'd be curious to see did they just want a new person and not a new philosophy or do they want a brand new philosophy? That's that's going to be intriguing to see what the Ravens do. Again, they've got their press conference coming up later today, just as we're recording this. It's about an hour away with Eric DaCosta and John Harbaugh meeting with the media. So by the time you're listening to this, there might be some more news out there. But that's what we have uh, as of right now. One more piece of news I want to get to before we jump in and preview the game you're going to be at. Uh, Rand Carthon, uh, friend of the show, friend of both of ours, one of the really just good dudes uh, in the NFL. He has left the 49ers to take the general manager's gig with the Tennessee Titans. And I texted him afterwards, Buck, and I just said, you know, first of all, congratulations. And second of all, it, and maybe it sounds cliche or hokey, but man, I do love seeing good things happen to good people, man. He is a great dude uh, and much deserved for him to get this opportunity. Yeah, you talk about a friend of the show, like a, a very good friend of both of ours. Uh, really excited to see him have his opportunity uh, to run an organization. I think the pairing of Rand Carthon, Mike Vrabel, uh, obviously I believe they're going to see the game through similar eyes and viewpoints. Uh, the one thing that we know about the Titans, you talk about leaning into their identity. Uh, the Titans are a physical team. They want to beat you up at every turn, offensively, defensively. They got a big bell cow in Derrick Henry. Now, how do you expand that going forward? Obviously, if you're Rand Carthon, you've sat there and you've watched the San Francisco 49ers retain a physical identity while still being able to be dynamic in the passing game. And so it'll be interesting to see what he's able to take from his previous destinations his previous locations and add to what the titans already have in place because we think about the receivers that the 49ers have had catch and run specialists big physical break tackles well Traylon burks is one of those guys who certainly can break tackles on the perimeter how do you surround um, the the quarterback with more of those pieces so now you're a little more balanced in tennessee while not skewing from or deviating from your identity it'd be a great uh partnership between Carthon and Vrabel to see if they can take this Tennessee Titans franchise to another level. Yeah, no doubt. Excited for him. Again, much deserved. I think he'll be successful. He's had a front row seat to see what it's supposed to look like there uh, with really one of the best organizations in the NFL right now with the San Francisco 49ers. And that that synergy between the front office, coaching staff, players 
it's all aligned in San Francisco. That's why they're having some success. So uh, excited for him. I think that's a good pairing. It's a good fit. Uh, let's jump into one of these games here. Uh, Jags, Chiefs. You're going to be on the call with the Jags as they go on the road to take on the Chiefs. And Buck, I guess I would just lead it to you with this. Um, you know, you've been around teams forever, player and as an executive. I just feel like there's times when you're playing with house money and you're pretty dangerous. I mean, this is a Jags team, no expectations. Nobody expects this even to be a ball game uh, for it even to be close. I kind of, you know, I, I would imagine that the that the group there with Doug Peterson kind of relishes this role. Yeah, no, I, I think he's talked about it. You know, talk about house money, any money, whatever. Like, they're going to go and win it. Uh, DJ, you know, like having been in the league for a long time, when you get to the uh, – uh, the spot where you are right now, the quarterfinals, where you have an opportunity to win one game and then you play for a chance to go to the Super Bowl, man, you're in rare company. And so if you're the Jaguars, uh, this is a time where you, man, you you pull no punches. You swing for the fences. You go after it. Um, the challenge is the Kansas City Chiefs are loaded. They're very familiar with this yeah. part of the tournament. They've been here before. Andy Reid, I think, is 27-4 and four after a, 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 a bye week. That's including the playoffs and regular season. Mm -hmm. And so you're talking about a team that just understands how to win games. Uh, they're going to come uh, with all kinds of new wrinkles and tricks. To me, DJ, I think the key to this game comes down to red zone efficiency. And it really comes down to the Jaguars knowing the personnel that's on the field. When you look at the Chiefs, you still have the image of Tyreek Hill and Miko Hartman and Travis Kelsey running all down the field on these vertical shots. But you have to tell yourself, this is a different Kansas City team. Travis Kelsey has 12 touchdowns, 19 receptions, over 20-plus yards. Jarek McKinnon has nine receiving touchdowns from a running back position. And their big play specialist, the weapon on the outside, is MVS, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who has 13 big plays. But it's different than it has been in the past. And so you just have to make sure you know who's on the field and you make sure you prevent them from doing what they do very, very well. Yeah, you got to make it a line of scrimmage game. Um, you know, I, I know this Jags team with Trevor Lawrence can be high flying and and they can really push the ball down the field as they did last week against the Chargers. I mean, I guess not as much over the top and down the field, but just throwing the ball a ton. I think you got to run it a little bit more uh, in this one. If you get a lead, you got to keep your foot on the gas because you know Kansas City's coming. They're gonna they're gonna eventually put up points. I think the numbers. I mean, to be honest with you, I think you probably got to get to 34, 35 points in this game. Uh, but you've got to find a way uh, to get some stops down in the red zone, as you mentioned. Um, man, it's just, it, it feels like, you know, it's going to be in the 30s. Uh, the Chiefs are gonna, definitely going to get into the 30s with their offense. You've got to mm -hmm. find a way, man. Can you steal a possession? I mean, Doug, Doug's not afraid to be aggressive. I, I, this feels like a fourth down game. Um, you know, you don't want to be, uh, you don't want to be reckless. But you get anywhere around midfield and you get a fourth and three or less uh you're going. I mean, you've got to play aggressive in this game. Again, I think that goes back to the not having anything to lose. I think that's going to free him up to be aggressive. So the funny thing, in week 10, when the uh, Jaguars went to Kansas City and played him the first go-around, uh, first click, first kickoff, onside kick. Uh, went for it on fourth down. Yep. Did some things that were, I would say, cutting edge. So now you can't go back to the onside kick. Now you got to go maybe to a fake punt, fake field goal, something like that to steal a possession. But the one thing that you know having been with a front row seat for the Chargers. The Chargers have played them well. So what do you think are the best strategies to deal with the Kansas City Chiefs when it comes to dealing with their high-powered offense and Pat Mahomes? Yeah, I, I kind of wrote down like the Mahomes rules when, when the Chargers are playing them and what you try and, you try and get accomplished. Now it's really difficult, but start by rushing four. 
Um, you've got to be able to get home with four guys and, and be able to play coverage behind it. So you need your front four to show up and play well. Um, Pat's, Patrick's going to force a couple balls. You've got to finish. You Dropped interceptions are a killer against them. I've seen it in games mm-hmm. with the Chargers over the years. You get your opportunities. You might get one or two a game, but you've got to catch those in, so you've got to make those plays. In terms of rush rules, do not get caught up the field. Um, you don't want him to be able to climb. If he can climb up into the pocket, and even if he's moving laterally, Buck, if he has a chance to get his shoulders parallel to the line of scrimmage, he can hit it to the left sideline. He can hit it to the right sideline. You have to defend the entire field when that happens. So do not get caught up the field and let him climb and maneuver that way, or you're going to be in big trouble. Um, so those are some of the things you have to do against Patrick Mahomes. And the other thing is you've got to get your hands on these guys at the line of scrimmage. If you give them free releases with the rhythm and timing that he plays with, um, you're in big trouble. So you've got to find a way to get your hands, especially on Kelsey at the line of scrimmage, just reroute him, try and take a little of that rhythm away. Because once that thing gets humming and they get rolling, uh, you're not going to stop them. You know, it's a very difficult offense to defend. And the funny thing, DJ, is they lose an all-pro wide receiver in Tyreek Hill, and they haven't skipped a beat. You talked about the magic number being about 34. Doug Peterson has said, look, it's going to take 30 points at a minimum to win this game. And so you talk about a track meet, but it almost has to be, instead of a 100-meter dash, it might need to be a 400 or 800. So you want to score, but you might want to take your time getting around the track. You don't want to go up and down where it's like an (laughs) arena ball game. And so can you employ a a ball control passing game to go with the running game to really drain the clock? I think you have to be very selective in how you attack because you want to retain the ball and you don't want to give extra possessions number 15 because he's too dangerous. No doubt. Well, it's going to be a fun one. You can find that game. Bucky will be there Saturday, 4.30 p.m. Eastern. That's on NBC and on Peacock. So be on the lookout for that game Saturday. Uh, The second half of that doubleheader is the Giants and the Eagles. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll jump into that game as well as uh, Bengals and Bills. Uh, So we'll get to those two games right after this break. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. 
So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. NFL Plus is here, which means no matter where you are, this is how you football. You can stream live, local, and primetime games on your phone or tablet, 45-minute game replays with NFL Plus Premium, and more. This is the NFL for every fan. This is football freedom. This is your game on the go. Go to plus.nfl.com and sign up now. Buck, you want to jump in here? Giants-Eagles. This one's going to be Saturday, 8-15 Eastern on Fox. Uh, Check that one out. This is going to be the third meeting between these two teams. Go back to their previous two meetings. Uh, week 14, uh, Eagles all over the Giants, 48-22. to Jalen Hurts, huge day. 217 passing yards, a couple touchdowns through the air, 77 on the ground, uh, and a touchdown there. They got after Daniel Jones in that one. Then you go to the next one, a 22-16 game in Week 18, uh, where the Giants were not playing all their guys and still played them very tough. This is a Giants team that just keeps getting better and better under Brian Dayball as the season goes along, coming off a big win. A lot of energy, a lot of juice coming out of that game over Minnesota last week. This one's a scary one for the Eagles, man. What do you think? Yeah, this is a scary one because this will be the first time that uh, the Philadelphia Eagles have to go into the playoffs with expectations. The pressure being the number one seed is a little different. And so even though everyone would come into the link expecting uh, a party uh, at the end of the game, it's a little different when it's your division rival and someone that knows you so well like the New York Giants. And so the big thing, if I'm Nick Sirianni, what can I do to get my quarterback and my offense off to a fast start? We can talk about Jalen Hurts dealing with that shoulder injury, but more importantly, how can I make him comfortable? Yes, he's played in the playoff game before, but this is the second one, and this is a huge stage. So that opening 15, that first 15 script that every offensive coordinator talks about, man, I need to layer some uh, design quarterback runs, some RPOs, some easy layups. I need to get everyone involved because the nerves are going to be ratcheted up and the pressure is going to be building from the jump because everyone knows that this is a huge game between bitter foes. They know each other better than anybody else. Yeah, and this is going to be a game, really strength versus strength, I think. When you look at the Eagles' offensive line, going up against the Giants' defensive line, it's playing really well, especially uh, your guy, your dad's guy, Big Dex, has been awesome. Dexter Lawrence for the Giants, and it's a tough matchup for Kelsey. Kelsey's is unbelievable center, athletic move, get to the second level, climb, get out on screens. Um, that's a lot of size over his nose there with Dexter Lawrence. So that's going to be a key matchup, that offensive line versus the Giants' defensive line. And then uh, you go over to the Giants' offense. They found something um, with Daniel Jones getting comfortable. I feel like, not the training wheels per se, but I feel like they're they're putting more trust in him and giving him more opportunities down the field. And he's, he's, he's really paid that off uh, over the last three, four, five weeks. So to me, I think this is a very dangerous game for the Philadelphia Eagles. I think this ends up being a really close game. Uh, I'm not going to make a prediction on this one at this point in time, Buck, but I think this is a fourth quarter game, uh, and it's going to be really, really tight there uh, with the Eagles and the Giants. Looking forward 
uh, to that one. All right, Bengals, Bills. Let's get to Sunday. This is Sunday, 3 p.m. on uh, CBS, 3 p.m. Eastern. You can also find that on Paramount+. Plus. This feels like a uh, game of the week for me. Uh, Bengals, Bills, we got a little taste mm-hmm. of it uh, before the uh, unfortunate injury to DeMar Hamlin. But, uh, I, well, I won't lead you. Give me, give me your thoughts on this. What do you think? Oh, no, this, this is it, man. This is must-see TV. This is you better for, find a place to get around a TV screen to watch this one because this one is everything that you look for. Uh, you talk about two teams that feature a franchise quarterback with big-time ability. Uh, you think about Cincinnati and just the swag that uh, Joe Burrow exudes and how it just changes the way that this franchise feels. Uh, they feel like every time they step into the stadium, they have an opportunity to win because number nine is a dude. And then when you look at what they've surrounded him with, uh, big-time running back in Joe Mixon, uh, playmakers abound and talk about Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Um, they're able to really move the ball in a bunch of different ways. And everyone is going to talk about the offensive line, but I actually think um, the injuries – are going to enable the Cincinnati Bengals maybe to play the best way that they play when they go spread and shred, empty the formation out. I'll take care of the pass rush. I'm going to get the ball to my playmakers, and we'll see if you can tackle them in space. Uh, I think this is a very scary game for the Buffalo Bills because the, the Bengals can stress them. They can stress them in a bunch of different ways when they go in their regular 11 personnel package, go empty, and allow Joe Burrow to basically just operate like a point guard. Uh, Scary game for the Buffalo Bills. They are going to need to run the ball and keep the ball out of Burrow's hands because if he gets too many opportunities, he's going to carve them up. Yeah, I, I, man, I thought the Bengals were humming uh, at the end of the year. Now, it was a little ugly game Ooh. there against the Ravens. You expect that. A team that knows them very well. Uh, their third meeting, they just got by that one. Buffalo, um, I thought they were a little off their game last week against Miami as well. Again, third time you play a team. They're both very similar in that regard. Now, I, I also think in this game, both quarterbacks are going to get heated up. You talk about the injuries there uh, with the Cincinnati offensive line. I think the Cincinnati defensive line is going to be able to get after Buffalo up front. They're going to be able to generate pressure on Josh Allen. So both these quarterbacks, when they're under pressure, two things to keep an eye on. Uh, with Buffalo, Josh Allen, does he protect the football when he's under pressure? And do they leave themselves vulnerable, Cincinnati, to Josh Allen taking off and running? I think he runs a lot in this ball game. So against the pressure, is he able to make you pay? Uh, by escaping, buying time and hitting big plays or taking off and running? Or can you get to him and force some turnovers, either fumbles or speeding up his clock, forcing the football, which he's done a lot of here uh, lately. So that's going to be key on that side. You look on the other side with Joe Burrow, the pressure. Burrow does a great job. He'll take sacks, Buck. He's not afraid to do that. He'll throw the ball away. Very rarely you see him put the ball in harm's way when he's under pressure. He handles that very well. Um, that's going to be key, though, with them. Can they capitalize when Buffalo wants to send some extra rushers? Can you make them pay with big chunk plays down the field? That's going to be key. That's going to be key. And the one thing that you pointed out, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals defense and their defensive coordinator, Lou Anarumo, he does a great job of switching the looks. And what the Miami Dolphins did is they gave him a little preview of how to play against uh, Josh Allen. They went a lot of cover zero. They did some things. It was hit or miss, but seven sacks, uh, a handful of turnovers, you best believe the Cincinnati Bengals are going to replicate some of those things that were there. And because they have, I would say, better personnel, could be problematic for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, no, it's going to be a great game again. The game of the weekend. Cannot wait to watch that Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern on CBS. All right, we've got one more game to get to. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it feels like it's the 90s all over again. Cowboys, 49ers, a big playoff game, a big stage We'll give you our thoughts on that one right after this break. 
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. All right, this is another big one here. This one's Sunday night, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. This one's on Fox, and again, it's a throwback game, uh, Buck. It's one we've seen so many times in the postseason. Uh, the most recent edition we saw was uh, was a wild one, but we've got the 49ers hosting the Dallas Cowboys uh, in a really intriguing matchup, man. Uh, I'm fascinated to get your thoughts on this one. I've got my own, but what's your take here on how this one goes down? Man, this is a uh, tough one, but it's, it's it's one where we have an opportunity really to see the Dallas Cowboys use the San Francisco 49ers as a measuring stick. Uh, you talk about life coming full circle. Last year in the postseason, the 49ers beat them up, uh, really challenged them in a different way, and they didn't handle it well. And so now you've had a full year to put your team in a position to run it back, and we'll get an opportunity to see if you're able to answer the test. But I'll say this is a very difficult matchup for the Cowboys because the 49ers can do it all offensively. They can run it at you between the tackles and on the edges. They have playmakers that can win one-on-one matchups on the outside, particularly in the way that they utilize their passing game with a lot of boots and movements and those things. They're going to test you. And they make you tackle their best players in space. And when I look at Trayvon Diggs and some of the other guys that are out there, may not be the most sure uh, or dependable tacklers, and if you don't tackle this team well in space, those short passes, those small gains, they go for home runs. And so this will be the biggest challenge that the Cowboys have faced all year. I can't wait to see what they do. 
Well, let me get your thoughts on this one because last year, you look at that playoff game, obviously the Cowboys aren't able to get another snap off, right? We know about how they mangled the end of that game. They lose 23-17. to 17. The, the 49ers with Garoppolo threw it 25 times in that game. They ran it 38 times. Do you think we see a similar mm-hmm. game plan in this one, which is to come out and try and punch the Cowboys right in the face? I think that's what Cal Shanahan does. Like for all of the wizardry that we celebrate him about, I think his creativity is really in the running game. Uh, he finds a way to create extra blockers, to get extra blockers into the runs. He, he finds a way to kind of put you uh, in, in bad leverage spots and they take advantage of it. And because he's assembled what I think is the perfect offense for what he wants to do, a bunch of hybrid playmakers that can bounce around and move around, they create problems. And so uh, I think with Brock Purdy, even though I would say Brock Purdy is an upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo in terms of his mobility and playmaking ability, I still think you want to kind of keep the seatbelt on him. You don't want to make it a game where Brock Purdy has to throw it 30 plus times. Maybe you throw it early, play action, uh, try and get the lead so then you can get the run in it. But if they can get the 40 runs, uh, the San Francisco 49ers are having their way with the Dallas Cowboys and they're probably going to walk out that stadium with a win. Yeah, I, I think it, it all signs point towards San Francisco, and I think last week they chucked it, came out throwing the ball against Seattle. I think they come out running it, trying to establish that line of scrimmage. There's one thing I'm keeping an eye on this game with Dallas. Actually, I'll give you one on each side of the ball. Defensively, if the pass rush that showed up last week shows up this week, what they did to Tom Brady and Tampa up front with really four guys heating him up, Micah Parsons having double-digit mm-hmm. pressures, if they're able to do that, they've got a real shot here. Uh, of course, you've got to earn your pass rush reps by how you play the run. Uh, so that's one thing. Keep an eye on that side of the ball. You flip it over to the other side. Buck, I don't know about you, but when you have a pass rush like the 49ers have and you've got Nick Bosa out there, I'd like to see the Cowboys come out with a little tempo in this game. See if you can't keep that same group mm-hmm. on the field. They like to roll guys through, keep them fresh. Uh, Chris Kassert, their defensive line coach, man, they like to play 100 miles an hour at all times. I might go a little tempo here. See if you can't keep that same group, group out there, tire them out a little bit, come out throwing the ball if you're Dallas, see if you can wear them down a little bit. It's tiring when you're constantly rushing the passer and then see if they can't get the run game going uh, after that. So it'll be fascinating to see what Kellen Moore does here. But I'd like to see them come out with a little bit of tempo. Yeah, I I get what you're saying. Throw early, run late. Uh, They are going to need to be able to score points. They have to put points on the board. You talk about the magic number. The magic number in this game, I believe, is certainly 30 as well. And part of that is because uh, the Cowboys have to push the pace. The Cowboys don't have as talented a group as they had last year when they played the 49ers, particularly on offense. And so now this has to be a Dak Prescott game. Dak Prescott is going to have to play at or above the level that we saw him play against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when he was outstanding. He is going to have to find a way to carve up this 49ers defense. Now, there's some, uh, I guess, some some optimism that should spring in uh, the Cowboys facility because if you go and you look at the way the Raiders successfully moved the ball down the field on the Niners with Jared Stidham, there's some things that you can take advantage of, but uh, can you protect them? Can you protect uh, against Nick Bosa? Can you keep the other guys out of his face? And can you run the ball at times when everyone in the stadium knows you have to run it? They have to still get some of those dirty yards, but your suggestion of playing with tempo is a smart one because you don't want the 49ers to be able to roll those defensive linemen in like a hockey line, a hockey shift where they're just coming in and out uh, because eventually their talent and their physicality will wear you out over a 60-minute game. Yeah, I'm looking at, I'm going through Dak's uh, game logs this year. So if you just go regular season, Buck, one, he had one 300-yard game in the regular season. One in the regular season. He had a 300-yard mm-hmm. game last week. 
Um, I think he needs to go back to back. I think he's got to throw for over 300 yards in this game. I don't think they're going to be able to run it much on the San Francisco. I think another 300-yard game is going to be needed. Obviously, the four touchdowns, no picks last week. That You'll take that uh, if you can get that type of performance. But it feels to me like he, they're going to have to throw it over 300. He's going to have to have three touchdown passes. It's, it's going to be a game that's on his right arm. I, I think if they're going to win this ballgame, it's going to be because of Dak Prescott. It's not going to be because of their run game. It's just I don't see them running the ball very well against this group. No, this, look, this, this, when, when you entered a $40 million club, this is what we talk about, quarterbacks. And I would say he has a lesser supporting cast than his opponent. Brock Purdy has a better supporting cast. But not only does Dak Prescott have to outplay the quarterback, he has to outplay the 49ers offense. So when you talk about 300 yards, it needs to be 300 yards and three or four touchdowns. However, you get those running, passing, or whatever. But he is going to have to be the guy that is central, that is really responsible for the way this offense runs. Yeah, it won't be a Tony Pollard day. It will not be Ezekiel Elliott day. It's number four all day. And how he performs will ultimately determine whether the Cowboys go on and have an opportunity to play for the Super Bowl. No doubt. Uh, looking forward to a great weekend of football. Buck, uh, travel safe as you head out to Kansas City. Good luck to you and your Jags. Hopefully it's a it's a really uh, a fun game to watch, an entertaining game to watch, as are all these matchups we have before us. So appreciate you guys hanging with us today. Appreciate you taking in all our content. You can find that on the NFL's YouTube channel. Uh, you can find that on uh, NFL.com. You can find it just about anywhere. Uh, anyways, we appreciate you guys hanging with us. We'll see you next time right here on Movies. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. 
What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know, he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 